the society that we live in fortifies that mindset. The pursuits that a man is supposed to have or the way that he's supposed to express himself isn't necessarily conducive for like a healthy environment. You telling somebody that you love them is healthy, but I think that we live in a society where things are negative or like detrimental is like was pushed. So we see images of men and we listen to music from men that doesn't really speak to that. So I think that that kind of like fortifies that we already learned growing up. Definitely has to do with your upbringing. Like a lot of people from our community don't have that male figure in their life like they're supposed to in the first place. So they're not even gonna know how that's supposed to look. And then they may get it confused with our community's homophobic-ish behaviors. You grow up and it's a lot of, yo, no homo, pause that, you know? So anytime you try to show any type of affection or feeling towards anything, you gotta kind of tiptoe the line. You don't have anybody, any authority figure to show you the right way to do it aside from all of what society's telling you then you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to show that to your kids you can only show what you know and if you don't know that then you can't show that i think we lack i think that's the reason why we lack in that area and also we going through so much like a lot of a lot of our parents have been hurt or traumatized by certain things so that love is not going to be so easily put out to anybody else because you're so busy guarding yourself you know what i'm saying like you're not feeling like because showing love is feeling is giving a bit of vulnerability you know if you show love have to be in a certain place to be able to be vulnerable if you've been hurt before so deeply that you haven't gotten past it or you're not able to get past it at the moment then you're not going to be able to be that vulnerable to show that so i think that's another big reason on why we don't feel comfortable showing that love especially as men yeah and I, just to piggyback off what both of you just said that's always been something that we overlook because it's like environment is not a cool conversation to have at a cookout, you know, or while the game is on commercial. Like, you're not going to talk about the upbringing of the children and like all that good stuff. So, it's not a popular, it's not something that gets people's mind on surrounding yourself or being surrounded by a certain thing and then wondering why you're a certain way. Not necessarily how you're brought up because people love to talk about coming from the hood, like, oh yeah, you know, I grew up in the slums, you know, I've yeah, seen people yeah, get yeah. shot. Ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, yeah, people people open up about that because it sounds masculine, it sounds good. But no one wants to talk about how their dad didn't hug them enough. Their grandfather might have been extremely strict with them or anything of the sort. You know, they had an uncle that used to beat up on them just for sport. You know, any anything like that that doesn't sound like tough or manly. You know, it's not something we like to share, especially as men. The barbershop is our safe place to be the manly of men. Where it's like I, you get to talk about what girl you slept with the night before you get to talk about how like you don't let's say just for example for anyone who's listening there might be someone in the shop who doesn't like gay dudes like like what jimmy was saying how everything gotta be paused no homo you can call like your friend gay without it being such a big uproar in the barbershop like yo that was mad gay my nigga da 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 blah 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 right those things are like acceptable like it's like, yeah, you could you could you could say and do certain things, but you're not allowed to talk about your feelings in the barbershop. You're not allowed to talk about how this girl broke your heart in mixed company. You can't necessarily show love. Like no rapper is making a RIP to, to Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke can make one song about showing no do, no type of love. You know what type of music is being played. You know what type of music makes it, you know what type of music, the music that gets people's juices going. 
the amount of people who listen to trap music have never sniffed a trap, been a trap. Just, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. No one pays attention to it because it's not required. Like no one's, no one's requiring people to talk about their vulnerable state that they were once in. You know, the lack of love in their environment growing up. Like no one's requiring to talk about that because you guys remember Coach Carter, right? Yeah. And remember how he kept asking Cruz, "What is your deepest fear? What is your deepest fear?" He never answered him, right? And he was finally able to recite the poem. And the key part, one of the key parts of the poem was that as we are liberated from our own fears, I think our presence automatically liberates others. The minute you are able to be vulnerable and show love, you're making it okay for someone else to do it. You're literally showing them that it's okay. Yo, you can do this and be fine, you know? But it takes the people that, you know, like everyone has that person in the neighborhood that they used to look up to or still do. You know, if, but if they were to show love or if they were a certain way, it's easier for you to do it because it's like, yo, the OG did it. It's all good. Like, he, he shows love all the time. Just like AI. AI has been showing all types of love. The new thing I've been seeing on Twitter lately is that AI gives, like, the best hugs or something. But Yeah, I saw that the other day, too. Yeah, like, yo, I want a hug from AI. Like, what? <laughs> for me growing up, like, as a kid, I never hugged my cousins, my guy cousins. Like, it was like a dap from a distance. Like, you know the little pull-in dap where you, you give them the hug and stuff? Yeah. Like, we, never did that. we never did that. It'd be like, whoa, whoa, you getting too close, brother. What you doing? You got your, your genitals on my back, brother. But you get off. Environment is like dream part of this. How do we liberate the fellas from the fear of being vulnerable or the fear of showing love without it being like, whoa, I don't get down like that. I think a part of it is just like doing that, putting that out yourself. I think a big part of teaching people in life is not necessarily like what you say, but like what you do. Especially if you're just a born leader, like yeah. amongst your, your friends, you're gonna be that. Anywhere you go, you're gonna be that. So, if you're a born leader amongst your friends, you you probably voice a reason in the group. Or when y'all was into some foolishness, you probably was the orchestrator of the foolishness. <laughs> so whatever it, whatever you do, they kind of gonna follow suit, and it doesn't make them like your doges, but they're just gonna be able to see like, oh, he's doing that. It's okay to do it. Like yeah. for my for my personal group of friends. Honestly, and what I've seen in other groups of friends, it usually takes like tragedy, and that's that's the part that I mm. don't like. Like my group of friends say it, but that's because we lost somebody else in the group. Yeah. Before that, n none of us never said I love you. It was never we didn't really we took pictures, but not really because when you end a certain stuff, you don't really want to take pictures. Right. Then when one of us got murdered, and we realized that we weren't immortal anymore, now when we see each other, it's y'all love you. <laughs> why did we do this before like it took literally one of us in the grave for us to do that and that's usually when i see people start to do that or they'll do it at the funeral but not after like i feel like that part we have to change because it shouldn't have to come to death for us to be able to express that i think that we have to change the way we handle each other the way we speak to each other and i was raised to express myself as a man and to not think that it was made me less of a man to express myself right so it was always a balance like the times that my father was in my life he, he made it imperative for me to yo don't express yourself like express yourself tell me what you feel the times that he was in my life and then the times that he wasn't my mother would tell me the same thing but my mother she's a woman but she was very very harsh but she always taught me balance there was never like a constantly express yourself like we on an Oprah show yeah. but I still lived in an environment that was extremely hostile 
it's definitely changed, thank God, but like growing up my my environment was way different than it is now. So like in the line between expressing yourself and being vulnerable and pretty much trying to duck the reaper is like <laughs> very, very <laughs> important. Like you're really cheating death just walking home. Like yeah. being able to do that, but still express yourself as a man and know that there's nothing wrong with that. In fact it's there's something wrong with other people that they can't express themselves. I yeah. think it takes um, a lot of time and effort. It takes guidance. It takes older people. And it takes, like I said, like time. And making sure that you reciprocate that with other people. But the, the next time I hear love on somebody while they're here, give them the flowers while they can smell them, it'll be too soon. Like, the minute Pop Smoke died, I seen someone post like, yo, make amends while you can and blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, we say the same shit every time someone passed for you guys to do the same shit you was doing prior a week later like nothing changes like it's a vicious cycle and for the select few when the death is a little bit closer to home you know it might shift a little bit where like you said you know you and your your bros are no longer not necessarily scared but you guys are no longer like you're, you're able to say I love you without it being such a whoa you, you want to talk it's, it's now like common practice because it's like like you said cheating death just walking outside where do we start like how what is something besides not needing tragedy tragedy right thank you because as a people we're very reactive you know it's a, it's a very select few of us who are proactive you know people forget Latin roots because we're not in school anymore but like pro and re in order to redo something it has to happen to you first you know what i'm saying pro it's okay i'm gonna I'm take the initiative i'm gonna go ahead and do this before hit before shit hits the fan you know what i'm saying and something that isn't necessary but is so deeply rooted in us that it's like i'm not gonna go to the doctor until it's like i'm in extreme pain I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna put on my seatbelt till I find out that somebody just died in a car accident. I'm not gonna get life insurance after my homie dies and now it's like, wow, I actually should get it. Why not just do all of those things without, because no one's forcing you. It's not like someone's putting a gun to your head. It definitely starts with one, because nine times out of 10, you're hooping with this dude, you're texting this dude. Like you said before, recapping your night and something detrimental might happen at home but y'all still talking about you know the crossover that you know Morant might have did right these conversations that we have with each other kind of need to be a little bit better going on and on about this you know this pic that you sent me on IG for two hours Mm, purposeful conversation Uh uh-huh purposeful conversation I just think honestly it, it, it starts with ourselves me personally I've separated myself from a lot of people who I can't have conversations with just because I know they'll shrug it off. I just think it's, for me, it's more of a self-awareness thing and knowing who you are, knowing who you can communicate to and when. But I also think as black men, we need to watch who's in our circle and who's always got to be the tough guy. You know, to piggyback off what the homie Brandon said, when you walk outside in a lot of these situations, you know, you're not, you're in survival mode. You know, and so you can't be worried about any type of care for any other person but yourself because anybody, your friend, your mother, your sister, your brother, whoever could be the ops, for lack of a better term. You know, it could be the one out to get you. And so you can't be showing too much love for them. You can't have too much communication, which is a part of love, a part of that connection. 
can't have too much communication with people. You can't, you just can't be too vulnerable with people in a survival situation. So it's never going to get to the point of where you feel like you're comfortable enough to show love. And then on the other end, as far as being proactive before reactive, I think that takes a level of understanding yourself and your surroundings that I don't think we are comfortable with coming to grips with a lot of times for the fact that, well, one, we're not put in a position a lot of times with dealing with our parents, just telling you what they want you to do and who they want you to be instead of figuring out who you are and helping you figure out who you are. And you have to be in a position where you figure yourself out to then figure out the environment to understand why certain things are the way that they are and you can start to think all right why don't i show love to this person or why don't i show love to that person why don't i act this way or why don't i do this and then you'll realize that it ain't all this cracked up to be like you realize that all right if i tell this dude i love him that don't that don't make me gay like that don't mean i'm gonna turn around and start liking dudes like that's not how that process happens like people may think that and realistically as kids i think we might have thought that but that's not how that happened you have to really understand what is going on mm-hmm. in environment and within yourself to know that to feel comfortable enough to make that move and it it helps having OGs or people who you looked up to do it like I was always comfortable I, I tell a lot of people like you know the reason on why I didn't get into certain things that I could have gotten into I was headed down a rough path early I wasn't in uh, extreme circumstances but you could see me with any left turn that could be death or jail so the reason why I was comfortable with not getting into that situation is because I felt the love at home Right. So when I knew like a lot of kids and a lot of people know that what they're getting into at times is not the right thing to be getting into. But where are they going to go to? They're going to go to their crib where they're not getting the love instead of getting the love that they have, that the friends or people in your community are are supposedly showing you. Are you going to walk away from that to go home to nothing? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to take all the love that you can out of the streets because you're not getting it at home. So you'll get into these things that'll land you down the wrong path. And so we have to feel comfortable in our homes, feel comfortable enough in our homes to know that we can walk away from, or we can show love, or we can do whatever we want to do and still live a happy life and still be happy and still be comfortable with ourselves. I don't know, man. I just think there's a certain time where life just hits you and you realize who you are and what are the best things for you. I just think for myself, if the smallest things were life lessons for me, especially, I know you can relate to us that, but R&B music, without R&B music, I wouldn't know how to talk to a woman. You That's know, a fact. I, Woo. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to, you know, Usher Let It Burn really got me through it in D3. Like, I didn't know what I was feeling. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Heard it. But there's certain life lessons as black men that we see maybe through movies. You might remember that first movie that made you cry, whether it was like Boys in the Hood or Coach Carter or anything that, you know, made you feel a certain type of way. And that, that's the only way that you kind of <laughs> iterate your feelings. And with, with dudes, we like, you know, look how many times I like I can tell you within the past two weeks, I've spoke to more of my boys about Kobe because that's the that's the first one that hit us. We was like, yo, I'm not OK. Yeah. So, 
I just think with black men, we have to be just a little more vocal when we can, because nine times out of 10, your boy or your man is going through the same thing, but y'all either afraid to say it, A, or B, don't get to say it. And that should be that across the board, whether it's about a girl, whether it's about life, whether it's about school. But if you just need somebody to talk to, it shouldn't always be about hip hop, sports, or women, because those are things that aren't, aren't tangible. Is it okay, fellas, to then have certain friends that go to for certain things? Because shout out to my brothers that I consider uh, that I call Showtime. Those are my boys. I pretty much have known them for the longest in terms of like my friends. In terms of if I was to ever go through anything, I probably would not turn into one of them. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe one of them. But other than that, personally, he's the one who's one of them. He's the most emotionally intelligent outside of myself in the friends group. So I would go to him, Jimmy, in our group chat, probably outside of you and Bayonne. I probably wouldn't go to anyone on the side with my personal issues. Like, like I just have different friends for different occasions and different reasons. Like, like, like Jamel was even saying too, where he's, you know, he, he's not talking to the same people that he used to as much or at all anymore. Even in the group chat, I try my best to keep my remarks, my conversations real, real brief. Like if it isn't something of, in our basketball group chat, for example, unless they're shitting on the Knicks or it's just really some outlandish things being said, I, I really don't step in like I used to. Like I used to be very active in it. I used to be one of the people who just dropped something in the chat and we talk about it. But now I think, truthfully, Jimmy is in it more than I am. Um, Maybe. And that's just an example of how, like, the only time I initiate something in that chat is if I'm in town and I'm trying to hoop. I, I Everyone has a role now. And I try to keep the fellas that I can go from talking about, Jamel said, Ja Morant's crossover or whatever, whatever have you, and then be able to talk about a community event that I'm trying to start and it, they be a part of it in the same conversation like i don't i don't want just one dimensional people around me anymore i want people with intentions and purpose surrounding me because i know how precious an environment is my environment was just a hint like if i could just dictate one part of my environment growing up i i would be a totally different person in terms of maybe where i'm at right now in my life you know like everything happens the way it's supposed to happen don't get me wrong if I would have known how environments were and not just stay away from drugs and guns and violence, because they all, you know, they would tell you that growing up, but they never told you to stay away from this type of person. They only told you to stay away from the people that can get you in trouble or the people that would really just people who get you in trouble. You know, they didn't teach you about the friend that low key might hate you or they might wish ill will upon you. Like they didn't, I wasn't taught how to handle that. I won't say everybody. I damn near taught myself how to survive which is why for the longest I thought, you know, a nine to five was the way to go. And then I found out a nine to five is just how you survive. And I was like, damn, I'm not trying to survive no more. Like I done made it. I done proved my resilience. I done, I didn't grow up in fucking Huntington. No offense, Jamel. <laughs> Jamel, Jamel's from Huntington, you guys, in case of, uh, you didn't catch that. Or uh, the Hamptons. All right, I'll say the Hamptons. You know, I saw certain things and I, I I won't say I cheated death every day, but there was a couple of times that if I would have just made the right turn, I probably could have been in the mix or something, just like Jimmy brought up. Constantly get it wrong. I know dudes who will go to sleep. That dude, uh, NBA Youngboy. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the, I think, the highest grossing viewers on YouTube. And then I saw a meme where it said that's because all the dusty PS4s be going to sleep to his music. 
<laughs> so we constantly get it wrong because we're, we're just it's so easy it's it's much easier for us to have access to that and for my my woke brother brandon and jimmy you already know how that goes television program and all that good stuff back in the day they wouldn't let these type of people on tv these people never saw the daylight and now they're almost encouraged these guys are getting big time deals and they're getting commercials and it's huh like why they can't why are they promoting this now like why are they all of a sudden acceptable outside of the fact that they need our money what is it that like love and hip-hop love and hip-hop would have been a dead show back in like 2001 maybe 2002 you know the 90s had different world living single like it had real life stuff like these were real life shows somebody went on the limb and was like yo let's completely change it let's let's just uh, people and situations and put that on tv every That's monday so tuesday have reruns on wednesday thursday and then have the reunion next friday and like let's just continue that you know what I'm saying? Stat, stat. I mean, I'm going to give you the whole verse real quick because, you know, whole saw this all before us. He said in one of his songs, Mr. Governor, I swear there's the cover up. Every other corner, there's a liquor store. What is up? Like, mm. the, the, key, the keys to destroy ourselves in our neighborhoods mm. have been implemented in our neighborhoods. I like what you were saying, like, if we are choosing, if we should be choosing our friends or going to certain friends for certain things. Your friend, because I still consider the people, you know, as my friends, they might just not be as close as they'll try to tell people, because people love to tell other people that they're super close friends with me, and I'm just like, I mean, we hoop together. <laughs> we really just hoop together type of thing. Like, do you have friends where it's like, yeah, I can go to him if? Um, yeah, but my my um two bitty friends, like the dope all about the friends that most guys have, I don't have that bitty friends, especially friends that are guys. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just from my upbringing, one, and like um after losing somebody, like I didn't really like more friends after that. And now when I when I do come into contact with people, if it's not like purposeful relationship as far as like friends I don't really associate too much with them like I'm not really into that so mm-hmm. and I was never really that type of person to like um have a whole bunch of friends like there would be a lot of people around me but like I would not I'm very very um careful about using the word friend but I do think that at the same in the same token I think that it's definitely okay to have people that you know that you can go to about certain things because everything is not for everybody. Like certain character types, certain archetypes, and just circumstances, different things like that. Individuals at certain points in their life, they're not equipped to handle certain things. Right. So I know for me, like going back to being a born leader, there's certain things that I go through that I know somebody else, even though that I'm cool with them, but I'm friends with them, they might not have gone through it or they're going through it and they're still going through it. So it's not like you can tell me how to get out of it because you're still on it. I don't, I wouldn't burden them with that and I wouldn't want to take advice from them if the advice is not sound. Most of the time, people come to me for advice. So for, in order for me to get advice, I have to go to like somebody older than me. Like, cause right. it's very hard for me to go through a situation and somebody to understand and be able to give me sound advice and sound doctrine. I'm finicky about taking advice from people that's like 
just want to agree with everything that's that I say or want to agree with any type of sedatives that I might have in my mind like I should just do this and that's not the root of the problem like I don't like stuff like that like that doesn't help me I think that the older that you we get though the less friends will have like that like friends that we can't go through about certain things I know at least for me yeah I desire like just the circle of people that I can go like if I had let's say I have three guys four guys if I can go to them all about about things that would be like the most I've had to like pick a friend group like make a friend group that's the type of group I would make not not ones where I have to be like oh I could talk to them about basketball but I can't really talk to them about life I don't really like stuff like that I feel like that's weird because then I feel like you pulling for me and you kind of like draining me of my energy when I can't mm-hmm. talk to you about purposeful things because I don't really too much care about other stuff Maybe it's just the type of person that I am, but I'm not good with like small talk or like bar banter. I'm not good with stuff like that. Like, if I don't care about something, I'm not the type of person to act like I care. And I can't talk about stuff <laughs> right. I don't care about. Like, if I don't care, if I ask you how you're doing, I'm not one of the people that just ask it because it's customary. I ask you how you're doing because I really want to know how you're doing. If I don't care, I'm not going to ask you. Like, I'm not, I'm not the type of person. So, like, for me, those type of relationships don't really work. I have to understand like how they come into play because like I said certain things are just not for everybody and some people you might have a really good relationship with them as long as y'all just open but you can't talk to them about your plight or if you're going through something with a woman and all that type of stuff but for me the relationships that I have with individuals like they kind of like based around that based around like the freedom to talk about certain things and to be honest and open and to have peace with whatever we're talking about that's why a lot of times the friends that I have a lot of them aren't guys because they're not good with like doing stuff like that or it kind of has to be it's kind of a fight sometimes to like get guys to realize that you're not talking about something or you're not expressing your feelings or trying to act like something don't exist it's corny like that's corny to me like right and they they kind of fight you with it or like they try to make like jokes and stuff I think that that type of stuff is like weird and like immature like if we can't talk about something about how you feeling, I don't really like. I think that that's that's corny. Like and to tie in what we were talking about earlier, I think that's part of it too. Being accountable with the people that you're around, like you gotta make it so that like if y'all can't really talk about real issues and stuff like that, you might want to pull back for a little bit to assess the situation. For me, I think everything comes from introspection first. So like, as long as I can be good with myself and talk to myself and like know that like. If I'm doing something that's corny, I tell myself, like, yo, that's corny. I'm doing this because I don't really want to deal with the issue. If I can't do that with somebody else, then what do I need you around for? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. So, yeah, like I said, I think that it's okay. But I think that the older that we get, I think less and less friends like that we'll have. But for right now, I mean, in your 20s, I'm not going to say don't creep with Kareem from down the block because you can't talk to him about your life. Like, but I think there's not going to be as many of them. You can see it from high school. You have a 50, 100 friends. And then you leave high school, you might have 25. And then the list gets smaller and smaller. But it might grow with other people that you actually have purposeful relationships with. So it's fine just so long as that they're not draining you of your energy. Because that, that's the thing, too. Or, like, they're not pulling you in the opposite direction of the trajectory of where you want your life to go. Like, if you've made steps to strive for positivity and they pull you opposite way, even if it's, like, with women, if you didn't trust women before 
and now you're starting to heal and learn how to differentiate between humans not just women and then he pulls you back into whole women as whole type mindset you might not want to you might just want to hoop with him you might not want to talk to him about that <laughs> um so but i think not to go on a tangent but i think that's for everything not just people i think that's imperative run your life or how you rule your life how you navigate personally mm-hmm. i try not to listen to certain things i try not to watch certain things and if I'm not listening to certain things, to watch a certain things, when you're around somebody, that's what you're doing. You're listening to them and you're watching them. Hmm. I, I just hmm. try to have that tie into it, too. Like, if, if this is not conducive for my growth, then I'm not really trying to play with it. Because certain things in my life that have to show me, like, certain situations that I've been through to show me, like, oh, well, you can't really play like that. Like, yeah, ending is if it's not positive. It's going to be really, really bad. So you can't really not growing. That's not an option. Yeah, I just feel like as long as, long as it's not starting to grow, but eventually you might have to be fast if it's not purposeful. Man, and I had to tell a lot of people that, one, first of all, you guys don't, Brandon's not the type you just run into. Kind of like you, Jimmy. You don't run into Jimmy or Brandon ever. It's just not a thing. Um, if anyone ever told me, yeah, I just ran into Brandon the other day, they lying. Unless they came to your place. <laughs> they just lying. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I, I just seen Vaughn at the, no, you didn't. And that's what, like, I I tend to always show my appreciation to those who come on. Um, that's what I've always appreciated about Brandon. I, Me and Brandon, when we talk, we, we could talk forever. Like, whether it was at, like, family dinners or family gatherings, um, we would just talk forever. But... I would never run into him. <laughs> like, you, you can only find Brandon if Brandon wants to be found. Um, he, he's not the type to be like, yo, where we at with it tonight? <laughs> That's my type of guy. You know, like, he's not, he's never in the mix. It's never like, yeah. Like, just, just pretty much like I keep saying. He's right. Like, I and I've slowly have become that. You got to build your inner circle like you would pick your pickup basketball team. There's certain people that are good for certain things, and there, and there's certain people that just look hot while they're doing it. So, you you just gotta make sure the people around you are purposeful, and also people who are gonna help you in the long run. You know, don't expect your friend who's in this line of work to know about something else and and a different kind of work. KYP. You know, I just I just um, business for like a week. And none of my boys rang a bell. For some reason, this past Sunday, I, I walk into a spot and I see somebody that might know something about it. He didn't know about it. Then my other boy, who who was the last person I would think, and I was like, wait a minute, homeboy does this for a living. Two minutes, he broke down the whole thing. And I was just like, yo, you, you the guy I need to talk to about business. No, I can't. We can't have a conversation about, you know, you know, Kobe or whatever, but you can break down something that I'm going to have to go buy a textbook for. Right. Right. Something as simple as that. You got to know your personnel. Asking people who have nothing to do with what they're doing. So I'm not going to go to them because they're close to me. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're close to me. So I'm going to ask you this question. Yes, you you definitely got to know your personnel. Same way you know when you're in a spot and you get in a certain situation. You know which one of your friends is gonna pop off first. So let's grab that friend first. Let's calm him down. Right. Like you just right. gotta know your friends too. And it's the same way you know yourself, you know? I think I just think as men, we personally put too many things on other people 
that that we shouldn't have to put those things on. And and I've I've learned this from one analyzing myself, speaking to women, and also being around women and hearing their problems and what they got to say about men who quote unquote ate this and ate that. And if you hang around four broke people, you surely are the fifth. Um, and it's it, I used to think it was just like a silly saying, you know, it was just something that people just said to be saying. And then um, I don't know if you guys know who Jim Rowe is. He looked at his four friends. He could guess his bank account within a few hundred dollars. And he was right because all his friends like combined. I think each one of them had like on average like three hundred dollars in his in their bank account. And then he had like two hundred and twenty. This goes back to what we were talking about, the environment. Like you won't become a millionaire hanging around nine to fivers. No offense to everyone who has a nine to five. This is just an example. Don't take it so personal. Well, let me, can I, can I jump in real quick? Go ahead. I just think, listen, as far as, and, and money will tell you a lot about a person. I, I've, I've gotten amount of money from people I wouldn't expect. And I've given an amount of money to certain people I wouldn't expect. I had to give right. it to So that's A, you can't, you can't judge a book by its cover. Another thing I heard of saying once, and I don't want to say it's true, but the, the more I live life, the more I've, I've seen it, is mm-hmm. if your man can't loan you a stack, that's not your man. One, is your man on the same financial plan that you are? Mm-hmm. And two, how how cold of a situation does it have to be for your man to give you a thousand dollars? You know what I'm saying? And that might not be a thousand, it might be 20, because a lot of cats, you know, growing up, we used to G-check, yo, you got gas money, you got gas money. And then you might hear a year later, yo, I used to give you all those rods back in the day. Now you count favors. That's not your boy. That's not your That's boy. That's not your boy. That's, That's how not you your boy. Learn it. It's the same way. The same way. If you at the ballpark and you ain't got a Gatorade, but your boy give you a swig, yeah. That that's how you find out who your friends are. I have friends right now. If I needed twenty dollars, I could get twenty dollars. I also have friends. If yo, I needed a stack, I could get a stack. But it's just like you got to know what your friends are, and if you if you can rely on that person in real life situations before they happen. I don't start conversation. It's very, 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 very seldom that I call somebody first. If I call you first, either have something to say, something to share, or I see that you're going through it and I'm checking on you. Other than that, I don't call people. I don't text. And I do it for a reason. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just going to see what everyone, how, what, what's my role in everyone's life? Like, am I someone you feel as though you need to talk to on, on a consistent basis? Am I like your emergency fund in case you need a couple dollars on the side? Either I, I put a lot of people in certain lanes, you know, like I've, I've been able to separate myself where I can honestly say that I'm not a reflection of the people that I used to hang around with because I, ha- I had a friends group, Showtime, for example. Um, we spent countless summers playing 2K until the crack of dawn waking up doing it again a little bit then if we had a little summer job we would go do that and then come back home get on the game or go to tanner park and hoop and then we call it a summer and then we graduated from high school some some went to college some didn't so then when everyone would come home we would just pick up where we left off at this time we were old enough to buy drinks so we'd buy drinks and then go back to what we were doing and <laughs> i mean there were times where at least one of us was asking somebody else to hold something until this time and that's just i don't know about y'all but that's a tiring process you know what it's like needing money multiple times throughout the month talking about your friend asking you for ten dollars three weeks in a row right 
First of all, it sounds like they got a habit. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a habit. That's what that sounds like. But um, number two, you said that it's your fault because you allowed them to feel comfortable to ask for that ten dollars three weeks in a row. I think yes. that every everything that we do as men comes back to introspection. Anytime I find myself mad at somebody or like irritated about something. Especially now, as a man in my adult life, irritated or angry for a few seconds, and I have to come to myself and realize, like, I stop and think, like, all right, what part did I play? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And literally. What did I? What did I? Yeah, literally. Like, what did I do? Like, cause I did something. You did something that like allowed for this to happen, or you made provision for this when you made this specific action. Like, you did something. That's right. all things in life are relative. So sometimes you just get violated and that's that's life like those things happen but it's very far and few between most times when something happens to you good or bad you had a part to play in it mm-hmm. so you gotta ask yourself what part was that and the good things that happened to you you maybe reiterate reiterate those actions and the bad things maybe you learn not to do that hold no malicious intent or um, no malice in your heart behind it because you know you played a part. Don't get down on yourself or the other person, but just know how to move after that. You, that's how you learn and you grow more introspective and be, um, give effort and purpose to actually thinking about the role that you play and the things that you do in your life. Everybody's not gonna be for everything. I don't necessarily X people out of my life. Like I don't stop answering phone calls. I don't Big stop texts. I don't do anything to deliberately say, yo, get out of my life or even say the actual phrase. So I know the power of finding your purpose um, and moving towards it. And so I know that people will just drop out of your life and they won't because they won't play a part like if people don't play a part in your life and they see you moving in another direction they'll they're gonna go back to where that they they were or they're gonna align with where they are headed and so if y'all separate it's just gonna be a natural thing it's not gonna be something that you have to put much effort into the only thing you have to put effort into in my opinion is going in your direction and following what your dreams are what you feel your purpose is and everything will fall in line so the people in my life that's why I say you know you kind of want to I think it's important to not necessarily pick the people you're around but pick the people that you come to with certain she was mad at me because she couldn't talk to me about about something right it was like yo uh, I want to talk to you about this but you're always just giving me giving me a solution you don't tell me um, you don't just give me encouragement or try to help me go through with what I'm going through you just right. tell me what the purpose is what your what the solution is and sometimes I don't need that I just need somebody to comfort me and I was like you know it's not necessarily that I don't want to or I can't that's just how my brain works like if you tell me something I'm naturally going to think of a solution and give you the solution it's not going to be me thinking to comfort you or anything like that but I said I think you are picking your friends the wrong way and what and coming to wrong people with certain things and and at the time we were working on things very hard and we were going to see a therapist and things like that and so I told her you know if if you need to come to me because I'm your boyfriend and you want to come to me about something that may not be my expertise, but you just want to come to me because I'm your boyfriend, then that's absolutely fine. 
if I'm going to fix something on my car, I'm not going to call you. Right. I'm not going to call you because what you're going to say is you're going to be like, OK, it's all right. You'll get it. You got it. I don't need to hear that. Right. I need to hear what I need to do to fix this car. I needed a solution right now. I need to know how to fix this car, what I need to do, what I need to press, turn, twist, whatever the case may be. I need to know that information. I don't need to be comforted right now. And that would annoy the shit out of me. So I think that's very important to know who your friends are. Go to them for the things that you need to go to them for. Everybody plays a role in your life. Everybody has a purpose in your life. And so the quicker that you figure out what that purpose is, allow them to help you with that purpose, the stronger y'all bond becomes one. The easier you are heading down your path and the more comfortable they feel going with you. We don't say I love you enough to each other. It's the same way I feel like black men do not network enough as much as we need to. The same way we can get t- together for maybe a flag football game, uh, a, a hoop game, or, or get to the bar, is the same way we need to be focusing on business and rebuilding our communities and keeping the black dollar. I'm noticing how these other cultures are, are getting with their own and staying with their own. I feel like we always talk about it and what we can do and how we can you know, be better and, and strive for success, especially black excellence. I just think personally, the same way we know that Fat Stalar ha- uh, has a podcast, yes, sir. we should we should roll everything podcast related into into Fowler's DMs at all times. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of For the Community Podcast. Now, all the information you're probably looking for, like those books we mentioned, are inside the episode description just for you guys. Also, we finally have up the Instagram and Twitter pages. I know it's been a long time coming, but now you have a page that's strictly dedicated to the content from the show, whether it be quotables, books, shopping links for people we like, all, all depending who we have on that page will have all the information that you're looking for so you don't have to go looking you don't have to replay it even though we do appreciate the replays don't don't get me wrong we do we have a page now solely dedicated to that on both twitter and ig and with that everyone we appreciate you once again and tune into the next episode of for the community podcast